I won't give you what God has assigned me to share with you today. And, and forgive me, if I get a little bit excited here and, and, and if I, I get a little bit excited, I come from California, y'all Texas, I'm from California. So I, I was locked down till like yesterday. Uh, so put things in perspective, it's called content under pressure. First Kings 1919. First Kings 1919. Elijah went and found Elisha, son of Shaphat, plowing a field. There were 12 teams of oxen in the field and Elisha was plowing with the 12 team. Elijah went over to him, threw his cloak, his mantle across his shoulders and walked away. Let me read that one more time for the hearing impaired. Elijah went and found Elisha plowing a field. There were 12 teams of oxen in the field and Elisha was plowing with the 12 team. Elijah went over to him, threw his mantle across his shoulders and then walked away. I want to speak to you on the subject matter, the plow of perseverance and the mantle of promotion. The plow of perseverance and the mantle of promotion. Subtext would be, if you can push the plow, you can carry the mantle. The second subtitle is the following. When heaven starts it, hell cannot stop it. Just repeat after me. When heaven starts it, hell cannot stop it. Say it one more time. When heaven starts it, hell cannot stop it. I am convinced and convicted that 1 Kings 18 and 19 speaks to this very prophetic hour. For that matter, I believe wholeheartedly that we are living in the days, spiritually speaking, just like the days of Ahab and Jezebel. Ahab was a horrible king. He was a mucho malo hombre. Jezebel, que el Señor reprenda esa diabla mala. Jezebel was his wife and she was nasty on steroids. She hated the prophets. She persecuted preachers. She rejected truth. Elijah, on the other hand, was God's chosen prophet. He was a man of a mantle, a man of a message, a man with a mission. That Elijah saw a man named Elisha pushing a plow, breaking ground and sowing seed. When as instructed by God, he places his mantle upon him and walks away. A mantle, not only that changed Elisha's life, it shifted the trajectory of an entire nation. One that would subsequently embody the notion of a greater portion. If you're taking any notes and good luck with that. Point number one is this, the mantle of power. Let me speak to you in this perspective here. We, it's, we have this man named Elisha. Elisha is pushing a plow. Elijah, the prophet with the mantle, places his mantle upon the plow pusher. I'm going to do it one more time. Elisha was pushing a plow. Elijah came over and placed his mantle upon him. So let me begin by telling you the following. If you have never pushed the plow, if you don't know what it is to push the plow in your family, your home, your marriage, your calling, if, if you're not a plow pusher, if you don't know what it is to push that plow, to get up every day and push the plow on good days and bad days, sunny days and rainy days, on days where everyone loves you and on days where you're full of haters, if you don't know what it is to push the plow, then you may want to go on your Facebook account or Instagram right now. But this message is for all the plow pushers. If you've been pushing the plow, 
now in your marriage, in your family, with your children, in your faith, in your career, against COVID, against everything the devil has sent your way, that I need you to get ready because you are about to get a mantle that will change your life forevermore. Something amazing is coming your way. If you believe it, shout like you know God's about to do something. It is the mantle of power in 1 Kings 18, 46. It says the power of the Lord descended upon the man with the, with the mantle, the prophet Elijah. Oh, we, we, it, it's a mantle of power that comes via the conduit of the spirit of God. Listen, Ahab represents forces with access and authority that attempt us to prompt us to sacrifice truth on the altar of expediency. Jezebel represents the manipulative, sexually coercive, perverse, corrupt cultural spirit that wants to kill the prophetic voices, silence truth, and construct Asherah poles in order to marginalize the oracles of righteousness and justice. Simply state it. I don't care what you're reading anywhere else, but simply state it. Turn on the news, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, ABC, Univision, Telemundo. Turn on the news and you will quickly discover that right now in the 21st century, the spirit of Jezebel is alive and well. We can't deny the spirit of Jezebel is alive and well, persecuting, prosecuting, and attempting to silence the children of the cross. The spirit of Ahab is alive and well, robbing love, killing joy, and destroying peace. The spirit of Baal is alive and well, demanding that truth and children in and out of the womb be sacrificed on the altar of the false. But I didn't travel from Colombia, South America. That's where I just came from, just to be with you here today. I didn't travel from Colombia, South America to talk to you about Ahab and Jezebel and Baal. I'm here to tell you it's not over. Let me repeat that, it's not over. It's not over. When they write about our generation, they will not say that coming in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic, the winners were Jezebel, Ahab, or Baal. No, no, no. They will say there was a generation that stood up filled with the spirit of Jesus. There was a devil rebuking, demon binding, grace filled, righteous living, blood washed, Holy Spirit anointed. Elijah and Elijah stood up and they defeated Jezebel. They defeated Ahab. They defeated Baal. Why? What am I telling you? I'm telling you, inspired church, don't drink the Kool-Aid. No, really, don't drink the Kool-Aid. No, no, you missed it. We have never, in modern history, we have never been as depressed in this generation. We have never experienced a collective sense of angst, consternation, depression. I mean, it seems like the whole world's going to hell in a handbasket. Now we have the Delta variant. Tomorrow will be the Southwest variant, American Airlines variant. After that, you know, it could be Spirit Airlines. There's different variants. The enemy wants to just put fear on us. What am I here to tell you? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. The most... 
No, I know we're going. I'm not in denial. I know we're going through things, but I can't deny the word of God. The, the, the most powerful spirit in Houston, in Texas, in America, and in the world. It's not Ahab. It's not Jezebel. It's not Baal. It's not COVID-19. It's not the Delta variant. The most powerful spirit alive today is still the Holy Spirit of all. The Holy Spirit of Almighty God. If you believe it, praise like you have that spirit. Shout like you have that spirit. Worship like you have that spirit. Prophesy like you have that spirit. Live like you have that spirit. For it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. Zechariah 4, 6, 1 John 2, 27. That spirit lives inside of you. Are we streaming? We are streaming. Okay. We are streaming. I, you got to put this in. Oh boy, we're going to get us in trouble. All right. Camera person, give me a tight shot again. I just want to remind everyone here and everyone streaming. Hmm. There is not an executive order, a Supreme Court decision. A legislative initiative, a law, or a social media campaign that has the power to stop the Holy Spirit from moving. You can't stop the Holy Spirit. You can't cancel the Holy Spirit. You can't deplatform the Holy Spirit. Come on, if you believe that, you're about to see the glory of Jesus. Calmate, hijo, calmate, porfa. It is, it is the mantle number two, the mantle of perseverance. So we know via the conduit of historical contextualization that Elisha's responsibility will be to wake up every morning, push the plow, break the ground, and sow the seed. So it's not a coincidence that the man who pushed the plow ended up carrying the mantle. Permit me to repeat that. The man who pushed the plow is the man that ended up carrying the mantle. Oh, you didn't get that. The plow pusher became the mantle carrier. Oh, oh, oh. Today's plow pusher is tomorrow's mantle carrier. Oh, oh. So if you've never pushed the plow, don't you dare ask for the mantle. No, no, no. Oh, but here it is. There's a season to push the plow. And then comes the season to carry the mantle. Don't get stuck behind the perpetual plow. Don't get stuck behind past failures. And don't get stuck behind past successes. Sometimes we become enamored with what we're pushing. The plow does not define you. Do not make the temporary permanent. Do not confuse what you're going through with where you're going to. And and let me reiterate, if you are going through what you've never been through before, it's only because you're about to occupy what you've never occupied before. This is for somebody here. If if you've been pushing like you've never been pushing before, put a smile on your face. It only means this. You're about to carry an anointing you have never, ever carried before. Elisha would wake up in the morning and he would push the plow with the exception of the day of rest. He would have to wake up in the morning, push the plow, break the ground. 
and sow the seed on good days and bad days. Oh, on rainy days and sunny days. On days where everyone loved you and on days where people hated on you. On days where you had all the strength in the world. On days when your bank account was full and on days where your ATM receipt made fun of you. On days where you lived off the gift and on days where all you did was survive by grace. So raise your right hand. I'm going to tell you what God told me. I say that with fear and trembling. Raise your right hand. I'm here to tell you in Jesus' name, with a commitment to biblical orthodoxy and the centrality of Christ, not out of the womb of emotional exuberance, but driven by the Spirit of Almighty God, I'm going to tell you what God's Spirit told me to tell you. For every single person here in streaming who has been pushing the plow, you've been pushing, breaking. Some days you've been doing it with a smile and some days with tears, man. You've been pushing the plow. Here's what God told me to tell you. Oh, who here that some days you've done it when the windows of heaven shined on you and in other days when the powers of hell were unleashed to stop you. Here's the word, plow pusher. Here's what God told me to tell you. Your, your hand raised. There is a mantle. There is a fresh touch from heaven coming your way. Oh, you don't know. I don't understand if you can. There is a heavenly deposit coming your way. There is a new anointing coming your way. There is a shift in your atmosphere coming your way. There are resources and harvest coming your way. In the matter of fact, turn on your porch lights. Your prodigal sons and daughters are coming back home in the name of Jesus. There is breakthrough coming your way. There is unbridled, unparalleled, and unprecedented favor coming your way. If that's you, if you're ready to get your mantle, give God the best praise you've given him coming out of this pandemic lift up your hands and say I'm ready for my mantle I'm ready for my mantle do not do not Galatians 6 9 do not permit yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds for the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming there's a mantle coming your way you will not be defined by what you push Elisha was never defined by what he pushed have you ever heard anybody say Elisha the plow pusher no Elisha's always been recognized as the one who inherited Elijah's mantle they even call him Mr. Double Portion. You will not be defined by what you've been pushing. You will be defined by what you carry in the name of Jesus. How many receive that? Matter of fact, I'm here to prophesy to you and tell you, your children will not inherit your mistakes. Your children will inherit your mantles. Ah, oh, here it is. This mantle, anyone, that deposit will enable you to magnify the name of Jesus like you've never magnified it before. It's the mantle of drought, fire, and rain. Somebody say drought, fire, and rain. So what God's placing upon you will enable you to go through the drought, go through the fire, and become the recipient, the benefactor, an amazing outpouring of God's rain. It's drought. That was what Elijah went through with that mantle. The mantle was not just anything. It embodied and represented the prophetic spiritual authority upon this holy man of God. The mantle was on Elijah in 1 Kings 17.1 when he exercised holy authority and unleashed a drought. It was upon him in 1 Kings 18.38 when he prayed down fire. And in 1 Kings 18.41 when he proclaimed, here comes the rain. Somebody say drought, fire, rain. I don't want to be presumptuous. Let me ask if you've been through at least one drought in your life, spiritually, morally, financially, relationally, if you've been through at least one dry season, raise one hand. 
If you've been through a couple of droughts in your life, raise both hands. Oh, snap. If you've been through so many droughts, you've lost count and you're not kidding, raise both hands and a foot. If you've been through so many droughts that if I Google your name right now, automatically the algorithm, if I Google the word drought, it will connect to your name and your Instagram account. It's drought. By the way, the Bible talks about the process. It's drought, fire, and rain. It's not drought, rain. It's drought, fire, and rain. So many people want to go from drought to rain without ever going through the fire. And we all got to go through the process. The, the fire season, it, it, let me tell you about the fire season. The fire does not primarily make you dance with joy. The fire first and more, foremost makes you bow in repentance. The fire sanctifies you. The fire purifies you. The fire refines you. The fire is a season in your life when God removes ideas, thoughts, actions, behaviors, and even relationships. Even people from your life that in the future would have impeded the fulfillment of his purpose in you, with you, and through you. So if if you've been through the fire season, raise your hand. So I have news for you. If you've been through the drought, And if you've been through the fire, guess what's coming your way? There is abundant rain coming your way. I'm here to tell you, tell your family, make room. There is rain coming your way. There is rain coming your way. The drought will reveal you. The fire will refine you. The rain will refresh you. Somebody shout, here comes the rain. And in the proper season, I will send the showers they need. They will be showers of blessing. Ezekiel 34, 26. Deuteronomy 28, verse 8. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. One little footnote there. Those that prayed with you in the drought deserve to dance with you in the rain. Now, let me repeat that. Those that prayed with you in the drought deserve to dance with you in the rain. You're going to text the same people that you have texted before when you were in that drought season, when you were going to, you're going to text them and say, help me just like you did before. Exclamation point with a help me emoji. Help me. They're going to write back and say, oh, tell me what's your problem. And this season you're going to go, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't clear this time. I'm asking you to help me. Not because the hell that I'm going through, but I need help carrying everything heaven is sending my way. I need somebody to help me carry the favor, carry the blessings, carry the open doors, carry the break. It is the mantle of truth. Somebody say the mantle of truth. It's a mantle of only God, 1 Kings 18, 24. With this mantle, you're not going to take a selfie and say, I have a mantle. It's for you to express truth. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as a church, the attempt of the enemy is to silence Christendom. The enemy's objective right now is to silence the oracles of righteousness and justice. The, The years of kumbaya Christianity have officially come to an end. We have to stand up. 
that we have to stand up and speak truth. This mantle, we can't drink the Kool-Aid. We got to stand up and speak truth. And, and we, we got to stop doing this. Oh, I don't want to offend. It's not about a thing. We speak truth with love, but we can't be silent. We, and, and even if we get in trouble, it doesn't matter. When, this mantle is not for you to be comfortable. This is not a Louis Vuitton mantle. It's not a Gucci mantle. It's not a Prada mantle. It's a mantle for you to stand up and look at Ahab and Jezebel and say, there are not four ways to be saved. There are not three ways. Jesus is the only way for you to be saved. Jesus is the only way for you to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way for you to have eternal life, for you to have new life, for you to have abundant life. With this mantle, speak up, speak truth. Uh, We don't want to do things, right? Because it's not politically correct. Here, here's a controversial statement. My name is Samuel Rodriguez, and I'm a man. I was born a man. I'm married to Eva for 31 years. She was born a woman. And I'm not going to let the public school system educate my children or my children's children. I'm going to tell them what the Bible says, what God says about eternity, about salvation, about what's right, what's wrong, about human sexuality, about about love and compassion and the image of God. If you believe that it's time for the church to use that mantle and speak truth, now give God your best shout of praise. The truth, John 14, 6. The fact that only God in this broken world, we have to speak truth. We have to speak truth. Logic, reason, and truth have been sacrificed. No, we have to speak truth. And the final point here is this. Are there any questions? This is the mantle of when heaven starts and hell cannot stop it. What does that mean? Ooh. So this is, this is a movie. The man of the mantle, the prophet Elijah, he has a confrontation with Ahab on top of the mount. The real God, the God of truth will answer with fire. Fuego. And it happened. Fuego came down, Texas barbecue, chop, 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 over. So 1 Kings 19.1, Ahab comes over, has a conversation with his wife Jezebel. Hey, honey. We just had a confrontation with the guy with the mantle, the prophet. What happened to our team? Well, honey, let's just say your entire team, all their life insurance policies activated simultaneously. (laughs) What do you mean? You've lost your team. They're dead. They're gone. It's just a, what? Jezebel looks at Ahab and says, here comes the part. Here comes, ready? Verbatim, 1 Kings 19.2, read it. She says, I swear by my gods. In 24 hours, the prophet of the mantle, Elijah, will be dead. She she said that. Read it. I swear by my gods in 24 hours, he will be dead. She prophesied. She prophesied. Mm-hmm. First of all, if, we have to be careful because that, that news spread. You got to be careful who you're listening to. 
Because who speaks into you is much more important than who speaks about you. Y'all didn't get that. So, so this is what, 24 hours will be dead. All right, all right, full disclosure, here's what happened. What happened was, here we go. 24 hours passed. Elijah did not die. 48 hours passed. Elijah did not die. No. A week passed. Elijah did not die. A month passed. Elijah did not die. What if I tell you a year passed? Elijah did not die. What if I tell you a decade passed? Elijah did not die. What if I tell you a hundred years passed? Elijah did not die. What if I tell you a thousand years passed? What? Elijah did not die. What if I tell you it's been approximately 2,800 years since Jezebel said he's going to die and that boy has yet to die? Oh, how can I prove it? Second Kings chapter 2 verse 11 says that the man with the mantle, the prophet, he was picked up in a whirlwind of a chariot of fire and he never ever died. What is God telling you? I don't care what the devil has declared upon you, your children or your children's children. When heaven starts it, hell cannot stop it. I dare you to lift up your hands. Repeat after me. When heaven starts it, hell cannot stop it. Somebody shout, it's too late now. It's too late now. It's too late now. Heaven already started to work in my family. Heaven started to work in my life. Heaven started to work in my nation. Lift up your hands. If Jezebel has ever lied to you, If the enemy has ever threatened you and said something, if if you've been there, lift up both hands. No, y'all missed it. Has he ever died? No. No, it's been 2,800. I feel God. The very, the the very opposite took place. Oh, you're not, the very, I'm here to tell you whatever the devil has declared upon you, your family, your children, the opposite will take place. Somebody should be praising like you know. Lift up your hands if you know. When heaven starts and hell cannot stop it. Stand with me, stand with me. You're already standing. Oh. I don't know you're getting this right now every the opposite took place so if the enemy said your son is gonna be a drug addict forever the opposite will take place God's about to set your son free God's about to anoint him fill him with the Holy Spirit activate him as a prophetic voice for his generation when heaven starts and hell cannot stop it sense the Lord. Lift up your hands. I sense the Lord in your family, in your children. 
with your children's children. One more time, that's why your children will not inherit your mistakes. Your children will inherit your mantles. When you're under the vicarious atoning work of Jesus, Philippians 1, 6, the work that he has started, he will finish. 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, he who called you is faithful to do it. I'm here to tell you, everything heaven has started. Heaven will finish. It's too late now. It's too late now. With your hands raised. With your hands raised. Ooh. Oh, I sense the Lord. That river that's in front of you, God already crossed it. That mountain that stands in your way, God already climbed it. The viper that came out to poison you, God already shook it off. That giant that is mocking you, God already knocked him down. How can I prove it? Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. Do not be afraid or discouraged. The Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Hey Jezebel, it's too late. What heaven has started, hell cannot stop. When we see Elijah again, we see him in Matthew 17 too. In the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus. Not only did he not die, but he appears with Jesus in a high place. Raise your right hand. Whatever Jezebel has told you, you're not going to make it. Whatever Jezebel has said, I'm going to bring an end to this. Whatever Jezebel has declared an end to your dream and your destiny and your God-ordained purpose. Jezebel wants to inject you with fear and perpetuity. The objective of Jezebel is to make you hide in the cave of discouragement. Today you're going to stand up and say, no. Today you're going to stand up and say, hey Jezebel, you can't break through the blood. Because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, Revelation 12, 11. Your testimony is proof that the devil is a liar. With with your hands raised, his blood is upon you. His spirit is inside of you. His word goes before you as goodness and mercy and signs and wonders follow you. God has given you the tools to overcome every vestige of discouragement. Jezebel, Ahab, and Baal. Everything the enemy sends your way, your prayer will stop him. Your praise will confuse him. I want to say it again. Your praise will confuse him. No, no, no. Your praise will confuse him. Somebody needs to praise and confuse the enemy. Somebody needs to shout and confuse the enemy. Somebody needs to lift their voice and confuse the enemy. Praise like the devil's been defeated. Shout like nothing can stand in your way. Rejoice like the gates of hell will not, cannot prevail against you. Your peace, your peace will paralyze him. All the enemy wants to see you do is freak out. And all, all, if you live in shalom, with shalom, if you just peace, be still, peace, it will paralyze him. Your integrity will disarm him, and your resistance will make him flee. 
This generation will receive a mantle that will equip us with the promise that when heaven starts at hell, cannot stop it. I conclude by telling you this as you're standing with me. On one occasion, Elijah looked at Ahab and said, hey, there's rain coming. Why don't you get in your Maserati and take off, man? His Maserati was his horses, his chariot. And Elijah was wearing his mantle. He must have had, you know, some nice Nikes or Air Force One, whatever he had. uh, Because he ran faster than Ahab. Elijah did this. Read it. Prior to running, it says he took his mantle, lifted it up, and tucked it in his belt. He did that. So he took the, the mantle, went all the way down to the floor, by the way. So why would he tuck it in so he won't what when he's running? That's it. That's the message. Don't trip. No, that's just it. Don't trip. So many people have tripped over their own mantles. Some people have tripped with what God has placed on them because they didn't know how to manage it. When when your integrity is greater than your influence, nothing can stop you. Did you get that? When your hunger is greater than your fear, nothing can stop you. When the anointing is stronger than your ambition, nothing can stop you. Somebody say, don't trip. Don't trip. Lift up your hands. Let me pray over you. Heavenly Father, you sent me to Inspired Church, one of my favorite churches on the planet. You sent me to this church to tell this entire body, online and in person, that the plow of perseverance will lead them to the mantle of promotion. You told me to tell every plow pusher to get ready because they're about to receive a mantle that will shift their lives. A deposit from heaven. An outpouring of Galatians 6, 9, Psalm 65, 11, Amos 9, 13. An outpouring of the grace and the fullness of Christ that will enable them to become the greatest world changers. To become a blessing to everyone they know. So Lord, today we let go of the plow and we pick up the mantle. We do it to speak your truth. We do it to declare that what heaven starts, hell cannot stop. We do it out of perseverance. We do it with power. We do it in the name above every other name. In Jesus' name. If you receive that, raise your right hand and say, I receive my mantle. I let go of the plow. My children and my children's children will not inherit my mistakes. They will inherit my mantle. In Jesus' name. Now give God the best shout of praise you've given him. If you got this message, raise your hand. If you really got it, raise both hands. That's the message God placed in my spirit. Listen carefully, y'all. Can you put the graphic on on the screen real quick? I'm going to do something. This is the first day I've done this ever. I did it in the first service. So it's, it's not that complicated. The message you just heard is what God has assigned me to share around the world for the next year. If I go to church, I have to share this message. It's a prophetic message coming out of this pandemic. There's a major television network by the grace of God and for his namesake. I found out last week they already pre-ordered purchase, not hypothetically. They already signed purchase 55,000 copies of this book. It hasn't even come out yet. It's called Persevere with Power. 
it, what, what heaven starts, hell cannot stop. This entire message plus more, of course, it's in there. It breaks out every single point. If you want to, here's, here's the objective. If you purchase this book online, it comes out October 5th. But if you purchase it today, I'm going to go to the book table right now. And I'm going to give you as a gift. You don't have to pay for it unless you want to pay for that and not get this book. I'm going to give you as a gift the book I wrote during the pandemic called From Survive to Thrive. My daughter was on a ventilator aiming towards the other side of eternity. She's a millennial. She gave birth to my first granddaughter, Mila. Her white blood cell count was low when COVID hit her and she couldn't get out of it. She was aiming towards the other side. And, and I have great empathy for those who lost loved ones. I do. Uh, but I lived this with my daughter. There was a miracle that took place. Verifiable, no joke, no hype miracle that took place that you need to read about in the book. And, and of course, she's alive right now. And Mila's beautiful. And so praise be God. But I want to give you that story. If you purchase this book on Amazon right now, or even if you say, Pastor Sam, I give you my word as a Christian before midnight tonight, I'm going to purchase, I'm going to pre-order that book. I'm going to be back there signing this book, or you have the option of purchasing the book independent of that one. We love you and we bless you. Oh, I'm here to tell you it's mantle time. Run, run with what God has given you. If I don't see you soon. Oh, one more thing. I'm producing a movie. We produced Breakthrough. You saw Breakthrough. I finished wrapping up August 20th with another movie Eva Longoria is directing. And it's going to be wrapped up called Flaming Hot. I want you all to see it in the theaters coming out early next year. It's faith-filled, inspirational with Fox Searchlight. And we're also working with Netflix right now and a couple of other projects. So look what the Lord has done. I let go of the plow, picked up the mantle. We love you. We bless you. All glory be to Jesus. If I don't see you soon, I'll see you in the biggest dance party of all. God bless you and God keep you.